We talk about Maryland at Michigan. Big Ten play gets going. First real game of the season for J.J. Harbaugh and the Wolverine football squad. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com. He's standing by in the Meyer guest sign. Welcome back, Anthony. Thank you for having me back. All right. Uh, this is kind of like kicking off a second season after three preseason games or dog games. Uh, your thoughts on Maryland matching up with Michigan Saturday? Yeah, I mean, it's finally, I think I've come on here and said this a few times, it's finally like, it's like the dimmer switch where now the opponents, the, the quality of teams that you face over the next really through Saturday through, you know, late October is it gets a little bit more difficult each week. And that's, that's what this team needs. I think they need to be punched in the mouth a little bit. I, I'd like to see how they respond to, um, you know, taking a couple haymakers because truth be told, that was when we started to learn what the the makeup of last year's team was. So, you know, Maryland's a group that's going to come out. Uh, Talia Tagovailoa is a very good quarterback. They run an air raid passing attack, sort of like what uh, Colorado State ran in the opener. So they at least have some familiarity with the scheme that they'll be seeing. Um, but obviously the talent's much better. And, you know, they have they have checked every single box so far in terms of what they needed to do in the first three weeks. It's been thoroughly dominant. Um, now it's it's about applying what you learned to the games that, that matter the most, the games in conference. So uh, that's, that's where we're at. Uh, your breakdown of J.J. McCarthy, and again, because it's against two inferior teams in Hawaii and UConn, it's tough to read. I, I'm really curious uh, for – it's like a second start to the season – on Saturday, uh, you know, the first time into Big Ten play as a starter for J.J. McCarthy. I know it's Maryland. I think they can score. We'll see if the Michigan defense is as stout as Morris said from UConn. But uh, J.J. and Big Ten play where the games matter. Now, that's really a, a big curiosity factor from my viewpoint. Yeah, it's, and he's, uh, like I said, like the team. He has passed every single test so far. He's taken care of the football. Uh, you know, he's he's been efficient. He's been calm. He's been poised. Now, like I said, it, it does it does feel like you know this is the a, a pretty historically light non-conference slate to where, like I said, they played eight quarterbacks last week. So it, it has felt like an NFL preseason type of type of schedule for Michigan now. It, Saturday does kind of feel like the the true opener of the year. Um, you know, Big Ten play, you take a loss in any of those games, and, and you're talking about not going to Indy or having to win out. And I think they'll win on Saturday. They'll take care of their business. I, Maryland's a team that just doesn't uh, – a program that just does not win big games. But it's that first measuring stick. It's your first shot to see how you stack up against a team that at least athletically uh, matches up are better than your first few opponents did. I mean, they recruit in a similar area on the East Coast, so uh, obviously Michigan routinely finishes higher than a school like Maryland. But, uh, you know, there are finally guys on that other sideline to where, you know, they could probably play a bit at Michigan and, and be factors on that team. So it's going to be, you know, I am I am fascinated. Uh, I think that the makeup of this team will – probably allow them to keep kind of moving forward through these, these next couple of games and be fairly dominant. Um, but they will face some adversity. And now it's, you know, Iowa next week won't be easy. Uh, Indiana, the week after, 
is going to be a game that, uh, you know, the Hoosiers give them problems. And they're a physical football team. And then you got Penn State coming into town. So, like I said, the dimmer switch, it just keeps kind of trend. You know, now it's going to just keep getting a little more difficult and everyone's going to have a little bit more on their plate and we'll see what they're made of. I will tell you that uh, Penn State's a surprise team in the Big Ten right now. That'll be interesting at the Big House, but it begins with Maryland. If you had your three-game MVP for Michigan on offense and defense, who would be those two players? I think right now for for Michigan, it's it's the offensively. I think it's the obvious one. I think JJ McCarthy has has answered just about all the questions to this point. Again, adjusted for opponent. I get that, but uh, he has looked the part. I mean, their offense looks completely different with him on the field, just in terms of how multiple you can be in your looks uh, defensively. I mean, there's there have been so many guys that have flashed, but Junior Colson to me has been the most consistent. He's been the most dominant. I mean, he's the team's most sure tackler, and I think he's someone that you're still going to see have some layers unlocked to his game in terms of you know dropping him back into coverage or having him rush the passer. Uh, I think that guy can do it all, and I think that he is he's probably going to be if you know if we're taking stock of things now or buying stock in players. I think by the end of the season, he will be their, their their best defensive player. So those would be the two guys, two sophomores, too. That's the other thing is that they're already two of your most important players on the team, and you're going to have them here all of this year, at least all of next year, uh, given that you know even if they do pan out and become superstars, they'll still have to play another year before they'd be able to go pro, um, and maybe even longer than that. So that, that's the biggest thing. I mean, that those two guys are going to be stalwarts in Ann Arbor, and I'm excited to see how they both develop. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show uh, across Michigan. Mora was talking about the head coach of UConn that this is one of the best teams he's ever faced and talked about the speed of their defense, and we saw what the defense did last year in leading Michigan to wins over Ohio State, Iowa in the Big Ten title game into the college football playoff Final Four, even though they were waxed by Georgia. That's another curiosity factor. How, you know, and Maryland's been able to score against some dog teams. SMU's okay. How good is this defense? I think it has the potential to be a more complete defense than it was last year. Uh, I want to see more. You know, the thing about Michigan last year was that they did what they did, and Aiden Hutchinson and David Ojabo and Hassan Haskins, all those guys got the majority of the credit, and which they deserved. But it was a team that won up front on both sides of the ball last year in a lot of those big games. And, um, you know, there is a bit of a concern, at least on my end, in terms of I don't think the offensive line has been super dominant uh, against in games against UConn and Hawaii, and, and that's a concern to me. Um you know, defensively, I think that the tackles are, are improved up front. I think that they have a lot. They still have a lot of edge rushers that they're trying to find out who maybe their best two, three, four guys are. They got a lot of guys still getting playing time there. Um, but I think the back end of their their secondary, I think, is, has been tremendous. I think their linebackers, which was one of my bigger questions coming into the year, still have some questions about depth. But uh, we talked about Junior Colson. They've they've been great. Uh, I, I think that this can be a complete defense that, um, you know, if they don't have the star power that they had last year, I think that they are multiple enough in their scheme uh, with what they like to do under Jesse Minter and what they did under Mike McDonald last year to where they can, you know, if they have any deficiencies, I think they'll be able to scheme around it. But you got to get to the quarterback. 
Um, you know, after having seven sacks in that first game, been kind of quiet the last couple of weeks. Uh, so I'd like to see them crank that up a little bit more, but I have no doubts that they will. I mean, this is a, this is a, a program and a university that just cranks out edge rusher talent. And I think that someone will emerge probably in the next couple of weeks. Also, uh, it's been a quiet non-conference portion of the schedule for Harbaugh outside of having to make the call of J.J. over Cade. Not a lot of drama, just going about his business week to week. Yeah, no drama at all. I mean, the, the quarterback thing, I think that he, um, you know, it sucks that Cade McNamara is hurt now because now you're just a J.J. snap away from him being hurt. And all of a sudden your quarterback's Davis Warren or Alan Bowman, which are talented guys, but it's just, it's, there's just no doubt there's a step down in on the depth chart with that. So, uh, but I think that he played that quarterback battle about as good as one could. Um, you know, he gave Cade McNamara the first shot to go out and kind of stake his claim to the job, and he didn't. JJ took advantage of his opportunity, and uh, there's no looking back now. So, if the other guy hadn't sort of seized his moment, then maybe it would have been, there might have been a little more. Uh, little more controversy involved but i think for the most part some you know he handled a decision that could have um i don't want to say backfired but could have really kind of impacted the chemistry of this team moving forward and it does speak to the culture that has kind of been reestablished there that there's it was no skin off anyone on that team's back they think they could win with both guys and um i think that that is the case too so i mean jim harbaugh i think he's done a tremendous job uh, over the last you know 18 months, whatever it's been since he had to renegotiate his contract, but uh, we'll see what happens moving forward. This is a big, big stretch coming up for them. October, you, you might not have learned much about this team in September, but by the time we hit Halloween, you're going to know if this team's for real or not. Anthony Broom is for real. You can follow everything University of Michigan athletics, especially football at the Wolverine dot com. When you look at the Big Ten, and I know there have been some early. Uh, conference games, but uh, man, that West looks like it's Minnesota's for the taking. Uh, I mentioned Penn State as the surprise team in the Big Ten. Michigan State will find out how they fare against Minnesota on Saturday. Uh, When you look at the Big Ten as we head into full conference play, uh, what are some of your observations? Yeah, right now I think out West it is definitely, it looks like Minnesota and everyone else, though they haven't really played anyone either. Uh, but we know that for as for his lackluster as that conference has looked, or that, that side of the conference has looked this year, all it takes is, is one loss or someone to get hot for it to be turned completely on its head. I mean, I think we can safely say Nebraska's probably out there, uh, but um, you know, everyone else is, all it takes is just one win. Uh, one win in the head-to-head, and, and all of a sudden you're in the driver's seat to go to Indy. In the East, I mean, to me it still is. It's, it's Ohio State. It's Michigan. I do think Penn State, I'll, I'll hesitate to call them a surprise team. I mean, they've, I, I, you know, over the last couple of years under James Franklin, they're, they were 11 and 11 coming into the season. But, you know, non-conference play hasn't typically been an issue for them. Uh, it's when they get to games against Michigan State, Ohio State, um, Michigan, where they kind of sort of recede back into the pack. But, um, you know, they're going to come to Ann Arbor on October 15th. That's a huge game. You know, that's just one of those measuring stick games to determine where you're at in the pecking order. But right now, I mean, I think I, I think that Michigan has been the most impressive team in the conference, but 
you have to put the asterisk next to it of you essentially played three high school teams. Um, Ohio State, again, uh, that Notre Dame win doesn't look as, as sexy as maybe it did in week one, but um, that's a team that has been impressive the last couple of weeks. So it's, it's, I, I don't, it's a little early to just call it a two-horse race, but Michigan and Ohio State, I think, have been the two teams I'm most impressed with so far. And that's what everybody thought going into the season. Can't wait for Big Ten opener Saturday, Maryland at Michigan inside the big house. You can follow Michigan football 24-7 at thewolverine.com. Anthony Broom, thank you so much. Of course, thank you.